This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. This is Charlotte Chung and Fred Tatashore. And you're listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. This week, we count down the days to the 2020 Game Awards. Tom Holland is making an appearance, but is he coming with a trailer to Uncharted? Kratos, Rex Havoc, and Fortnite. And in our final stage review, I check out No More Heroes, Desperate Struggle for the Nintendo Switch. All this and more as ACMG presents Talk Time Live Extra. Select start. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG presents Talk Time Live Extras. Select start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. to another episode of select start i am your host xavier desai i hope everybody's having a great week so far uh it's a nice little quiet rainy day here in philadelphia and that's just the way i want it to be but before we get to gaming news i want to give a major thanks to dj Cutman for coming on the show this week i can't tell you how long i've been waiting for him to come on this show for me to talk with him uh like i said like honestly if you've seen the interview if you heard the interview or even seen the interview we got it both in audio and video uh you would know that like he literally lives up the street from me and it's amazing the people the talented people that lives around me in in this neighborhood here in uh, university city it's just amazing uh we have an abundance of great artistic talent and all connected to the world of video games or some other format as well so it's just awesome to uh have such a great neighbor <laughs> in my life but we known each other for five years as i mentioned on the interview and um you know he just recently he moved up here about like a couple years ago uh which is funny because he was not anywhere near my area at the time and it just so happens that he just moves up here like for the last five years we've bumped into each other many, uh, many times and all of a sudden he just lives up the street from me so <laughs> i always find that hilarious but we've had a chance to interview on different occasions one was at his press release in 2013 the other was a con event or two and since i've done the show in the last five years i've had a hard time trying to get in you know him on the show because you know there was always some type of situations and then my format started evolving and we started moving in to doing skype and all that stuff but he always had trouble with his skype account and all this stuff so that's why i reverted to zoom for him which like i said before that's why the audio quality was so different on that front and you know we had it actually turned out to be a good deal and it was it's great he's he's an awesome dude uh him and his wife maddie who's also his manager by the way and help him you know along the way with everything that's going on and it, it's just, he's just an awesome guy he's just a really awesome dude and just one of the reasons why i am so grateful because i am a big fan of all of these fandoms uh and it, that i have a tie-in with you know people like him and you know people like molly and people like mega Ran and all these guys it's just awesome 
it, but it didn't just happen just to happen, folks. <laughs> I had to work at this, so. Um, but it was worth it because I got to be some great, really genuinely nice and talented people along the way. So big shout out to him. Thanks for coming on the show. We will have him back on again. Um, you know, it's funny because I watched the CVS segment and I didn't know that he actually had a one of his tracks on the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. I don't know if it was the trailer or the actual movie itself, but I, I think that was phenomenal, man. He, he keeps getting these accolades and all this stuff. It, I never mentioned this on in the interview because I, I mentioned more or less the uh, Xavier Woods situation that uh, occurred in there, which was I still I, I still think that was like the funniest thing ever that that happened on that uh, day. And it was meant to happen for a reason. But uh, you know, I didn't realize he keeps making these like milestone accomplishments. And the cool part is like when you're around people like that, you kind of get it kind of energizes you to do the same. And, you know, I would never have gotten where I am if not for people like him. And like I said, Rand and Kay Murdoch and um, Molly Flanagan, you know, the, you know, the Hit and Leaf cast, uh, Kyle Abert, all these guys helped me get to this point. You know, it's, it's just been an awesome ride. And I hope to keep this going for as long as possible in 2021 that's going to be an interesting ride so um man I, I tell you what in terms of games this year gaming may be the best form of entertainment in 2020 and i had this conversation with the acmg facebook group i had this conversation with uh Cutman, uh you know in, in an interview but for those who don't know we actually asked a question on the acmg facebook group you know, in terms of anime, comics, movies, and games, what exactly was the best form of entertainment for you in 2020? Majority, majority of the people who chimed in on that post said games. And I thought about it because it was like, that was what drew me to the idea of, you know, asking that question in the group is, you know, we've had a lot of crap going on. You know, there's no, there's no, surprise there's no mystery here 2020 has been the shittiest year in god given history and it's the sanity point like what was everybody's sanity point you know in in a lot of people said games seconded by anime and it, you know that i i agree with that i think that's my second as well but games have been the forefront of entertainment and comfortability you know, um, movies have have, you know, died down because of the lack of, you know, uh, theaters out there, you know, because of COVID, we can't go to theaters. And that's always been the thing. And all the blockbuster movies that they were supposed to be coming out with they're their whole they were holding them back. Now we got DC. We got um, Warner Brothers who just announced that they're going to actually have all of the movies like Matrix 4 all of the other uh, suicide squad all these other movies dune all these movies that they're coming out with will be out both in theaters and hbo max much like uh wonder woman and christmas so that would wonder woman is just a beginning and i wonder if that's just gonna push you know uh netflix and all these other you know companies to do the same you know i i feel bad because is this gonna kill the theaters this may actually kill the theaters because of this um but COVID has done a really nasty job on things and you can't be too safe and least until that vaccine come. Uh, but gaming stayed the same and probably even more. 
uh for a lot of re- it is it, it it's been instrumental in a lot of things as far as therapeutic i mean animal crossing alone was a major deal and i i've even read i before i even read certain articles on it about its therapeutic uh processes and how people are you know leaning towards animal crossing i just knew it just the 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 very feel and theme of it and the fact that i knew so many introverts (laughs) in the in that community that i knew that people will lean on to animal crossing as a like it's their gaming zen garden per se and uh me and me and Cupman had that conversation he used it for that purpose as well um it, it literally is a zen garden for gamers that's the way i put it but also it was very influential in the direction of the um election you know you had you know president biden soon to be president biden and uh, soon to be vice president kamala harris you know use animal crossing to uh you know to 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 campaign um aoc was playing a few uh games as well you know among us and all that stuff so gaming was a heavy forefront this year and it probably has been the most important year for gaming and the most valuable year for gaming in 2020 in terms of just you know being a state of being in a state of sanity for people you know it was gaming it was it was gaming took the place of movies that's what it was. It, it was more interactive than ever, and it, it really did a great job. So, you know, co- and unfortunately, comics hasn't seen a major come up in quite a while. Like, I'm, there's still a niche amount of of the community still reading and still keeping it alive, but it hasn't made a big impact like it once did. Like the '90s, <laughs> we, we I don't know when there's there's a I don't know when we're gonna see another boom period like the 90s but i don't know we'll see i don't give up hope on comics i still read every once in a while uh you know whenever i can yeah actually i'm reading spider woman right now uh, for some reason that that one just drew um drawn to me and i mentioned how much i'm a fan of uh jessica drew and all that stuff but otherwise it's mostly gaming it's mostly um anime at, at, at you know at some point as well so just very interesting every and then every once in a while it's like all the dc stuff the, like the animated stuff and all the whatever they're doing so you know you got to give it up to games this year 2020 if anything if any positive thing can come out of this is that video game the video game industry i think survived despite all of the you know obstacles upon them because you had developers like if you remember i had ben paquette on the show from lizard cube who worked on um streets raids four i had uh who else um greg casavan you know both award nominees for the game awards next week you know all of them worked at home all of them the way forward guys same thing they all worked at home they were in you know they, they're indie developers who did everything that they did at home which is amazing when you really think about it but then again i'm doing this at home as well in my home office so um you know it, it's it's just an amazing you know they, they were able to pull through because you could do everything you could do on a computer at home you know shout out to the um to mike herman retrosoft studio he's he was able to do it at home i mean he had a, he's had quite a bit of op, uh, obstacles himself but you know he still could have been worse he could have been in the office building it probably would have been more stressful for them to do that so man thank you gaming for 2020 
and when it comes down to it um probably in about a few weeks before we leading into the end of the year i'm gonna uh start giving you the best of 2020 in terms of games uh everything that i've reviewed but just like maybe the top 10 of what i reviewed and maybe in, in you and as always the number one worst most disappointing game of 2020 and i don't think anybody needs a crystal ball to predict the obvious on what that game is but that episode is definitely coming up along with the best of 2020 period um i mean that's going to be done i got i'm going to be putting up polls on the acmt facebook group because we're going to get that down again and um that's always a lot of fun a lot of work but a lot of fun to do but that's going to be something interesting too so let's get to some gaming news for real so if you guys remember i had the opportunity to play what i believe was my first import game for the nintendo switch and that was persona 5 personal strikers i got it because it didn't come out on time and there was no idea whether there was going to be an american version because normally when a game comes out in japan it usually comes out in america they already prepare it for both i don't know if COVID have anything to do with it but persona 5 is usually a game that consists of a English voice cast and it's a really popular you know uh voice cast as well so it may have taken time and I don't know I don't know what happened in terms of like them doing the process of production or anything but this came out this was released in February this year and if you guys recall that's when COVID started that's when everything started up so if they had plans to do a english cast version that could have possibly come out this year it probably was cut off from the uh it was probably cut off from the feet during this time because of the uh delays and restrictions and everything and and everything just going on this year so turns out and announced that as i was hoping because i really think persona 5 fans deserve to play this game after i've enjoyed it despite the fact i didn't clearly understand everything that was going on to the it, it's in, uh, in terms of dialogue but every persona 5 fan should play this and it's just been announced that persona 5 personal strikers per, let me rephrase that persona 5 scramble personal strikers is finally coming to the u.s in 2021 a trailer with the english cast has been revealed by developers atlas if you recall i reviewed this a few months ago uh, and actually not just a few months ago like really really like a month or over a month ago or so um as it was released for the playstation 4 and the nintendo switch in february 2020 with no guarantee that it was going to be released at the time the u.s uh, version of the game will be released with it actually has a release date too february 23 or 23rd 2021 um which like i said i mean i covet might have had something to do with it who knows but i tell you what there it for god's sakes i mean i've played the the japanese version there is a lot of dialogue there's a lot of cut scenes and everything going on there uh, so it's probably a lot of lines and everything that everybody has to do and I understand that but I'm just glad that it's finally coming to the US the very interesting thing about this now because a lot of times when you have the Japanese version of something that is going to be in America 
a lot of times they will the Nintendo the Nintendo eShop I should say will automatically say that it's downloaded meaning that everything that Jap- that Japan is getting America is getting too so it's kind of it's kind of universal the region from a region uh, a regional standpoint you know the region codes and all the stuff is there's no region code in these things and that's why I was able to play the import version so it'll be interesting to see if they're gonna make a separate game for the English one for the English version or are they gonna allow the update to the English voice the English version for the Japan version meaning I won't have to pay for a whole new game I will just have the original game that I have now and it'll just be an update with the English cast on there and that's gonna be interesting and guess what if it's the case that I have to pay for it again I don't care because I enjoy that game so much I am willing to do it again and I'm willing to play this over again and I'm willing to review it all over again with the English cast and see how it goes um, if you're a Persona 5 fan you don't want to miss this it's not an RPG it's actually more of a what they call a Musou, uh you know style game or a Dynasty Warrior style game it really it, but it plays to the effects much like uh, Hyrule Warriors did it plays to the effects of the rpg elements of persona 5 so there is something to like for persona 5 people but there's something for me like hacker slash dynasty war people that is in there so guaranteed you're going to enjoy that when it comes out february 23rd 2021 there so you know this this next uh item of news that i'm going to talk about here it's kind of bittersweet because while i'm not a fan of Fortnite and I've played Fortnite every so often I remember I did the uh, Cactus Jack concert with um Travis Scott and all the stuff which was awesome I, I I give it that but it was just that concert after the after the concert was over it was the game and I was like nope I'm out this is there's just nothing here for me but you know credit to them and their fan base they've been doing a lot of things they got star wars content there they got marvel content there and now this is actually probably bigger than both because of the significance of this they now have kratos who appears in the recent update of fortnite not only uh, as a playstation uh for playstation because he's not an exclusive he is also in there for nintendo switch and all other platforms so a this is kind of big in a sense that like a like i know nintendo's already done stuff like this with smash brothers um but they've never gotten a playstation character anywhere near their format and this is the first playstation character to ever make it on a nintendo platform technically because of the cross um because of the cross play so gamers will be able to purchase the skin of the greek god as well as the Oathbreaker set uh, from the item shop, which includes the Guardian Shield glider, the uh, what else? The Leviathan axe pickaxe. And while I am not the biggest fan of Fortnite, it, this is a very significantly huge deal for PlayStation and, and even Nintendo to some extent. It's like you're able to play. Like th- you know, what's funny. This is the type of thing that you know those who wanted to play um who are playing avengers uh marvel avengers this is what they wanted playstation to do when it when it came to spider-man <laughs> playing on marvel uh avengers and they did it for somehow some way they made a deal to do it for um 
for the for uh kratos which kratos is actually even more of their signature character he he's like their flagship franchise um franchise character to be honest so i just find it very interesting that they actually did that and um that's pretty awesome now as i as as huge of a god of war fan as i am that this game is not going to convince me to play that game because i'm just i i can't do it with fortnite i the some the simplicity of it and it's it's just wacky and it's like i i'm just not a fan of it. it's just too simplistic for me uh and, and for me to want to, for you to get into i just couldn't do it it's i'd like a little bit more technicality in my gaming you know so i'm good I, but it's good for the fortnite fans i'm i'm all for that um but you know one thing i wanted to say too is that my belief as to why he is able to be played on crossplay because it might have been even more trouble for them to try to make it exclusive because of the crossplay features and uh, the crossplay factor that plays into fortnite it's very universal so any type of restrictions uh for specific uh you know games it probably they probably would have had to rewrite the code and all this stuff to make that happen and it probably is just like yeah let's just make a better deal on this give everybody a chance to do that and we'll see i don't my guess is that they um did not want any to deal with that restrictions now there are people who are automatically going through these the internet what can i say they're automatically going through all these super you know suspicions or suspect you know assumptions or you know conceptions that um you know this is a possibility that kratos can lead into other things going on in, in the world of nintendo or whatever like that i don't think it's going to get that deep i don't think playstation is at that point of ever going to be that deep i think this is like a absolute one-time deal and that's just my belief i could be wrong and we could see him in smash brothers which i would not actually want to see to be honest because as iconic as kratos is and he deserves to be along those lines he just doesn't match he just like i i i appreciate the fact that he was in mortal Kombat. i appreciate the fact that he was he had his own smash brothers like game and all the stuff and he's been in a ton of things um kratos has been in more cameos than a lot of the you know santa monaco game characters that have ever been developed so or any you know playstation you know character exclusive character that's been developed but i don't think he's maybe i don't know maybe as a not as a actual play a playable character maybe i don't know maybe a support character i don't i i just don't know but um i i i'd rather him not and that's just my opinion of course so you know we'll see we'll see with that but i i really doubt if he's gonna actually go anywhere past fortnite because that's just a fortnite thing that's not a nintendo thing uh be exact either so you know we'll see so i never talked about black friday that just passed you know because it was just all about the playstation 5 but i still managed to bank out a bit i got a few games you know that i had from there um you know there was on sale and stuff like that and some there were not on sale one of which that i did get on sale was xenoblade chronicles which is a game i've been trying not to trying to avoid and that's because i didn't quite understand the battle system but with you know with it being on black friday sale it was like all right let me check this out it's time let me see it ready and so far i'm playing it but i had to stop because 
I, I don't want to give a full review right now, but let's just say I am trying my best to enjoy this. And there's some elements that I am enjoying right now, but um, there's something it's 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 still hit or miss with me. And there's some annoying things in terms of um, navigation that I'm having trouble with. And I feel like it, I, it, it you'll get lost in the game so easily because of the uh, level, the, you know, the stage design or the open world design that they create in there. And you can get really lost in that game a lot so much so that i end up having to take a break from the game and i was told by one of my uh one of my friends on in the acmg facebook group that like he had to do the same thing even though he swears down he loves this game and i'm a breath of the wild fan and i don't know why this was a comparison to that but um there there's night and day like the fact that you can't even you automatically attack i think it's just really kind of lame to me you know like it's a it's a action-based game but they i still i think it's better than fan final the older fan final fantasy games i was i will give it that much but there's still a thing where like i can't I, yeah the, the idea of not being able to hit somebody you know by under my command is it, it's bothersome but otherwise i mean the story is really cool and that's what's keeping me there and i love the character design too so far so i got that and what i'm playing now on a switch is uh ease eight uh lacrimosa of dana which is actually an old ps uh vita game that like this came i think this came out during the last air like last years of the ps vita and i never got it because i knew the ps vita was on its way out and i didn't want to invest in any more games in the ps vita and this is when the switch started coming in i believe shortly after so it was like i decided not to you know to just opt out of buying any more ps vita games and thank goodness this game is now on the switch and this is pro and i've played myself i played a lot of east games before this one's pretty darn good so far so uh has a bit of an open world type of you know deal as well and uh so far so good i really i i really like the fact that because of it's on a it's on a uh, switch that the loading time is way faster than it ever was before so that's awesome i also opted out to get which was not on sale but i opted out to get cyberpunk this is probably going to be rather my first or no i'm sorry my second ps5 game or one of my last ps4 games uh so it's coming out next week which is right on time for the game awards so i don't be surprised if the game awards announce something extra for this game and uh it'll be interesting i didn't get the bundle pack because i don't know how i'm gonna like this game or whether i'm gonna like this game i got this game clearly because of the story aspect and also because of keanu reeves in there as well otherwise you know i normally don't play first person you know games and but this one looks like it'll it allow you to use guns and uh knives and all this stuff too so at least i have a melee type of thing going on and hopefully the melee factor is really good because a lot of times these first person shooter games it when it when it comes to melee it's just like one stroke <laughs> and then the rest of it's just you shoot so it looks like that they're doing a little bit more um for this with the combat system here so uh i'm i'm interested and i do like the creative factor and i think that's what also drew me in too the creative suite looks insane now whether you're going to be able to see yourself in some point in time in the story and narrative and everything that's going to be a whole nother thing so 
you know, I'm looking forward to it. This has been a much talked about game, so much so that I even I started being intrigued in it uh, with it with everything that going in there too. So I know Alana Pierce said that she's in it too. They actually they she had uh, they showed a model of her in there, so you know she's in there, and that's why she's not going to be uh, reviewing this game per se. This you know this is interesting because you got somebody like her who reviews games all the time and she's all things games all the time and now she's on the other side now she's on the other side and it's going to be interesting to see if this game is going to be good in the eyes of you know reviewers and fans alone and as and if not this is going to be interesting because now it's like you're going in that other realm Whereas, like, you can't say anything, you can't review it, you can't be biased about it. You got to sit there and allow everybody to listen to you, which is an awesome thing for her to be, pending that this game is good. So, I mean, but it's an awesome honor to have, you know, whether it's a going to be a great game or not. This is, you know, you 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 can never take that away, you know. Now, granted, if it's a really bad game, then you, yeah. But I really doubt that this game is going to be really bad. I think they, you know, it's a lot of work being put onto this game. It's a lot of hype for this game. Um, and but at the end of the day, she's in a game that involves Keanu Reeves. So, hello, <laughs> you, you can't take that away. So, um, the other game that I actually just got to was Yakuza Like a Dragon. I totally forgot this game came out in November, and. I decided to get that so technically that's my third playstation 5 game because both of those games plus miles morales are going to be compatible with the playstation 5 and they're going to be upgradable for free and oh i i guess you could say marvel avengers as well whenever they get to happen at they uh apparently it will be upgradable but it's not upgradable until sometime in 2021 again it's just one of those things that people are mad at about this game right now but you know, so I technically got, already got four games. Plus, I believe they're letting you have games to download on, um, already, like Mortal Kombat 10. Um, what is it? Final Fantasy 7. No, Final Fantasy uh, 15. Uh, Persona 5, which that's I'm definitely going to be jumping on that because, I, you know, I have never played the original Persona 5. I've only played Scramble. So I, but I've watched the anime and I've played the uh the scramble version and i immediately became a fan of it so i gotta pay my respects just like i did with final fantasy 7 the original and uh you know play it and see what happens there so we uh i'm looking forward to when i finally get that playstation 5 to be able to enjoy it but for now at least i could play it on a playstation 4 so that is that uh and as far as the game awards is concerned um it was announced that uh by jeff Keighley that tom holland will be making an appearance so you know if as you know tom holland is is going to be uh the star he's nathan drake in the uncharted movie a younger nathan drake uh and you know that announcement is gonna ignite a lot of rumors and word that are flying around on, on the internet that we may get a first look of the uncharted movie and it's almost it's almost inevitable it's it's almost just like a given that that's what's going to happen because we it's been a while now they've been in production they got enough footage to do a trailer a, a really early trailer at least right now to see what's going on and you know reason to get hype so it, anytime you see tom holland is always a good thing because you know he's tom holland he's the man he's our spidey <laughs> this generation as well um this may also be one of many surprises that we will see in the game awards if you watch the game awards in years past then you know 
this is as big and it always gets bigger this is as big as like any e3 or you know uh tgs or tokyo game show i should say that because when it comes to just revealing new things there's always something big revealed at this game they always hold something special to be uh brought in at this time so it'll be interesting to see like i almost feel like aew should have waited to the game awards to reveal you know that game but we will see that's the beauty of the game awards is that it's not only just to see who's been nominated this year but get you know allow you know getting a chance to see some you know to find out some very explosive news of some big reveals of games we didn't know that it's going to be coming out soon you know some of them have been explosive other ones have been like explosive but later on have been disappointing jump force that's all i want to say about that so i am i am still looking forward to this um game awards next week we're gonna be i'm gonna be doing a highlight show next week god that's gonna be a long one of course i'm gonna try to shorten that time as much as possible letting people know that the game award episodes are always long because we don't I, i try not to do every single category but just the significant categories that matter uh so we'll be talking about that but also the highlights of everything that was announced from there so stay tuned for that and much much more folks that will do it for this segment of the show. We're going to take a break, come back, and we're going to review No More Heroes Desperate Struggle in our final stage. How is it compared to the first? And this is the first time I had a chance to play it. We'll find out right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dax Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go. Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on Talk Time Live. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live! to the final stage review of no more heroes desperate struggle this is my better late than never review i should say because i never got a chance or never took the chance to actually play this on the, uh, the nintendo wii when it was out i totally slept on both these games and now i regret it but better late than never i finally got a chance to check it out it's on the nintendo switch uh soda 51 of course released both of these games on behalf of uh grasshopper manufacturer and in anticipation 
for the upcoming No More Heroes 3, which is said to be out next year. So, what do I think of the sequel, the follow-up to what I've, what I've uh, called a really fun game? I say that the story of this game follows up greatly with the first series. Everything about this game followed up greatly in terms of gameplay, in terms of graphics, in terms of storytelling and narrative and character design and follow-ups and everything. Like this, they did a great job with this. This was a this was even more fun than the first, as it should be. And a lot of times it doesn't happen that way. But uh Soda 51, Goichi Soda. He actually he was able to do it and shout out to him shout out to you know grasshopper manufacturer and i you know this is a kick in my ass for not even playing this sooner but you know i'm glad that i was able to play it now and i am more excited to play the third game thanks to this so for those who haven't played it yet i'm going to tell you why you should be playing it especially this is not a kid's game i do want to point this out for those who have not played this yet um if you're a parent with a kid with a Nintendo Switch, I'm going to recommend not um, having them play this game because it is a very violent game. This is a very Quentin Tarantino-esque type of game. In fact, if you go into certain websites that involve selling of the game, you got to put in your, your date of birth. That's one of those type of games. So while i say this and you know if you're if you're a good parent you know you would definitely would not let your kid play this game uh unless your kid is that much more mature which i really doubt because this is america for god's sakes um you know no offense much offense but i digress um this game you know follows up from the first in such a well done way and it also what it was cool about this game is that it made elements of the first game feel that much more important and i mean in terms of the side missions at best so the story for this one takes you three years after travis touchdown was ranked number one by the united assassins association he finds himself falling down the ranks of uh number 51 i believe that is if i remember correctly that is because he hasn't been competing in quite some while and the roles have changed in the uh uaa since the last time he's done it he he never wanted to be in it in the first place it was he only did it to get money for his you know fandom type of items he's an otaku of course so once he got all that once he finished the first time he was out so somehow he got sucked right back in back in thanks to a certain love interest of his but to make things worse Another assassin, Helter Skelter, or Skelter Helter, I should say, um, swears revenge against Travis for uh, the death of his brother. Fueled by his desires and his thirst for vengeance, the ultimate otaku assassin unsheaths his beam katana once more and plunges headfirst into a all-new battle. That's the way it was written in the story, but he got suckered in back, right back into this competition. <laughs> and then, furthermore, being put in the 51st rank so it's it's a hilarious storyline but you know it gets deeper and it all make connects really well by the end with some great cliffhangers and such um let's talk about gameplay the gameplay for the sequel is this pretty much the same as what you played on the first one but it provides a much more fluid and smoother control scheme this time thank god i don't have to use um use the joy cons or as like you i mean they do give you the ability to use the joy cons like you did with the uh with the uh, nunchucks from the Wii, 
but you don't you, you can now just play connect it to the actual handheld or you know just play it as a controller as well so that i am relieved for because i hated that type of format you know it, it i was never too much of a fan of the nunchucks to that extent but in this version we also get new weapons for travis to play with such as the really cool dual weld beam katanas which is a lot of fun gives you a different form of gameplay uh and you can just hack your sl hack and slash in a even more stylish way through multiple uh goons and your path to face the ranked assassin this time so the rest of the moves this time around is uh are much easier to pull off and you even have more devastating moves in the arsenal i believe i i'm trying to think was the steiner screwdriver in the first one or is it in the second one i know they have different moves based on uh certain wrestlers like bloody sunday i believe which was uh finn ballard's uh or prince devitt's old movies on here the steiner screwdriver is in there the ddt of course is in there um but they have some new arsenal moves in here as well too karakaranas i believe is in here as well some really cool things uh power bombs uh, is in here so the tiger theme that is very significant to this game is even more significant and deeper as travis can now turn into a tiger for a short amount of time which allows you to maul over through enemies with ease in here this is like one of those situations where you have um where he's hacking and slashing around everywhere and then the the what is it the um what is that the 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 uh the slots the uh the casino slots feature comes up and if i think he gets like triple cherries or something like that then all of a sudden he turns into a tiger and he's just you know savagely going through other uh people <laughs> with ease in here not only will you be able to play as travis this time but you will also have the opportunity to play as travis's unofficial protege uh, shinobu if you remember uh he faced her before she's a little bit older now and she now has she doesn't have a hand i mean well she actually does have a hand she has like a prosthetic um hand because uh travis chopped it off in the first game but for some reason she is now more dedicated to him wanting him to be his her uh his master and protege type of uh situation uh since a student i should say but she's also attracted to him as well she's i don't know how the hell she's attracted to somebody who chopped off his arm but that's a that's a uh, bushido thing at best you know it's just one of those warriors way type of things i guess that they implant implemented in this game um you also in a certain spot of the game story you get to play as travis's uh brother henry who you got to play in face i'm sorry who you got to face in the uh end of the first game which by the way that was a very intense uh, fight at the end of that first game as well because you remember they got two different uh in the first game there's two endings in there uh so i don't believe it was this time around but it was awesome um i also the side missions are back but they have changed this time this time they got the they're all 8-bit games which i totally love this time around i, I love the 8-bit themes a lot of really cool mini games in here as well for some reason the retro side missions came off less tedious uh and it it and more fun than it was in the first games like i like the side missions of the first games but some of them were a little bit too you know they, they they were a little bit tedious to some extent some of them didn't you know there there were certain games that didn't give you as much as uh, money 
to earn as much as the other ones like i used to play the gas pumping mode all the time because i felt like i was getting able to earn more money doing it that way but this time around i feel like you're able to earn a lot of money going to each of them some of them are a little bit harder like the tetris uh game that they have on there it's a little harder to do but other ones like my favorite my favorite of them all is the the steak cooking mini game <laughs> which you like you make money by cooking as many grade a steaks for customers within a limited time if you fail to cook the right type of steak for that customer that the customer ordered he throws a knife in your forehead it is hilarious the other mini game that um involves the other mini game that i love involves the return of travis's now overweight cat gene who which i guess he just kept overfeeding the cat in the course of three years and now this cat is just so unhealthy looking he's like fat as hell she's fat as hell so he it's up to him to get that cat back in shape and to do that you have to keep the cat active so there's a lot of mini games where it involves uh, allowing the cat jumping up high and you know keeping active getting the cat's metabolism going you uh the other one is like you lifting the cat multiple times within a time limit is done and then there's some massaging uh there's a lot of massaging uh mini games as well which is hilarious and you're just rubbing him up and down left and right by the, based on the command that you're given and then you gotta feed you feed the cat properly and you keep this consistently the cat eventually drops weight in time and then when you finally you when it finally come the cat is like slim and trim again so it's just one of those little funny quirky little mini game things that is just fun uh as far as presentation goes uh, as much as I enjoyed the traveling aspect of uh, Travis's go uh, Travis custom motorcycle as he goes around and drives around the city of Santa Destroy, I felt it was a, it was kind of boring after a while because like when you, when you first started, you're you're new to the game's experience. You kind of like it and you like the driving mechanics of it as well. But as deeper you go into the game, it's just like. All right, you're driving around everywhere. It's kind of, it feels kind of boring after a while. And I think they may have thought about the same thing because they did away with that and just created a simple user-friendly uh, UI or user interface, which allows you to actually travel easily to place to place. Uh, so, you know, all the same places that you could go to, like the tape store to learn new moves, uh, you know, the gym to get in shape, the... Um, the the uh, technician to create new weapons all of that is still there the clothing store that you would go to to get new wardrobes all that is still there but this time around it's just easier to get to so you can still upgrade and everything that way uh the graphics even on a nintendo switch still holds up really nicely as well like the new the new brighter kind of yet shadier type of you know um look that they have it makes me I, I really can't wait to see what no more heroes is going to look like in, in gameplay mode so maybe we'll again game awards is coming next week maybe we'll get a release date maybe we'll get a little bit more from there as well um the voice cast consists of some of the best in the business as always uh two of which have actually been on this show that is yuri longthal aka sasuke uchiha from naruto aka peter parker uh from marvel spider-man on a ps4 and now the ps5 and Fred Tatashore, who uh, 
has well he's on it he does the soundbite for me but i had a chance to interview him when he did the uh when we did the overwatch panel as well so uh technically he is he is on the show but also i do have the taping of that panel i just need to work out the uh kinks with that but uh, i had a chance to you know interview both of those guys and just absolutely especially fred tattashore fred tattashore has been everywhere this year uh he's on a yakuza he, i mean like he he stays hired um he's on yakuza um like a dragon for well i don't want to spoil it he's in that let's just say he's in there but um much like the first game they provide gamers with that quentin tarantino film vibe with a lot of quirkiness going on a lot of fourth wall breaking moments in there and some shocking moments including the person behind the death of travis's best friend which is brilliantly done i might say if you like it really this whole the, the whole premise of this game connects to the first game but in ways that you've never seen it done through other games like whenever you play side missions of other games it's just a throwaway it, it's really like it, it doesn't really connect majorly into any type of story leading on this is the first game I've ever seen where they really focus on the side missions of the first game and it, it factors into the main plot of the story. So, and, you know, I, I know there are a lot of there are quite a few people who've played it, but honestly, there, there are a lot of more people who didn't play it. So I'm kind of opting out of really revealing that at this time, even though I'm sure there's a there's that hardcore group of people who, you know, that 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 cult based amount of people who actually play this game and enjoy this game there's still people i believe who have not played this game like myself so i'm gonna opt out not revealing anything about with at least two but just know that if you play no more heroes 2 you need to play the first one first because it matters that you play the first one before you get it here because when i figured out the connection i was blown away at the attention to detail that they put in to what they did with the first game into the second so um definitely you should go out of your way to check it out but it, it's just awesome so overall as i was an immediate fan of the first game no more heroes 2 desperate struggle solidified my fandom with updated style uh, art style controls uh and a narrative that fills the gaps of the first game and makes uh, all sense in uh, all the sense in the world of what is going on in this crazy universe and why so soda 51 is a legend for a reason and thanks to them re-releasing the first two games and anticipation for no more heroes 3 in 2021 they easily made me a full-fledged fan uh, especially the fact that he's the guy responsible for you know fire pro wrestling a lot of the fire pro wrestling games and the infamous fire pro wrestling game in the past too so just awesome I am so looking forward to the third installment, and because of that, I give this game a solid A. This is a absolute cult classic here. So, folks, that will do it for this edition of Select Start. Thank you guys so very much as always. Again, thank uh, you to DJ Cutman with not only just coming on the show, but providing the music for this show that you hear, including this brand new one, which is uh, based on the the mega man tracks that they did here so i am so so grateful of what he has done uh in terms of this show and the music and that that helped elevate the show indeed so thank you game chops thank you uh cut man for that thank everybody 
who uh, listens to this show. And if you are a new listener, please definitely support this show. You can subscribe and download on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, and Amazon Music, as well as TalkTimeLive.com, our official website that has all of these episodes and our exclusive interviews with some of the best and brightest in our favorite fandoms there. So this, uh, I believe this week... I got a chance to see Mulan because it's now available for everybody who is a subscriber for uh, Disney Plus. I may actually review that uh, that movie plus talk about all the news going on there because there was a lot of news coming on this week. So that may come on Monday. Like I don't know why, but my time my schedule has shifted. It used to be Thursday, Friday for Select Start, and then Sunday for uh for the prime show but because of the holidays because everything's been going on things have shifted so hopefully we can get back to that format because i really like that format but uh i will have a a uh, podcast for mulan a review there plus information there and um i may also check out deathstroke um the latest deathstroke movie that came out a while back not too uh quite a while ago i never got a chance to check that out may actually review that as well and see how that is i heard it was extremely extreme like ed boon mortal Kombat level violent in there so um be interesting to check that out see with how that goes from there but um we got that next week like i said it's going to be the game award highlight show and then weeks after that um christmas is coming we may be taking a break from that time but there's a lot more games to check out and hopefully pi i got a feeling me getting the playstation 5 may be down in january and closer to my birthday it's just it's getting crazy with this thing and there's no everything is being shipped out i don't want i want it in my hands so i mean like i said i'm not really missing anything all the games that are out now for the playstation 4 for the 5 is available on the playstation 4 i think they knew this was going to happen so this is what they're playing and you know what kudos to them for doing that because it could have been worse if they didn't do it that way it could have been much worse for people so um the whole structure just reeks of them knowing that this was all going to happen so folks thank you so much again and uh stay safe out there again please think smartly mask up this vaccine is coming uh we'll see how this is going to go but we gotta we gotta we gotta be smarter out there so you know keep yourself safe keep everybody else around you safe mask up but don't rely on a mask to be your force field because it doesn't solve all the problems so there you have it folks that'll do it for me on behalf of myself this is Dak xavier josiah saying learn to let go live life and love all things anime comics movies and games this is acmg presents talk time live i am out of here take care and have a great week Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.